I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. On this episode, we're going to go back in time a little bit, back to actually prehistoric times, and talk about Jurassic Park. Or specifically the Jurassic Park franchise. Which is now known as Jurassic World. Yeah, the, the newer movies, the reboots. Although it's all, I guess that's a kind of a soft reboot because it's set in the same universe with a lot of the same characters. But we'll get into that in a little bit. For now, let's answer the trivia question from last time, which was, what was the trivia question, Ezra? <laughs> what star and main character of another Disney Channel show made a cameo in an episode of Phineas and Burb? What is the answer, Ezra? The answer to that is Kim Possible. Ah, yeah. I remember Kim Possible. She had a, a naked mole rat as a companion. Yeah, named, named Rufus, I remember. Yeah, that's the one thing I really remembered. Yeah. Okay, so that was the answer to last week's trivia question. Stick around until the end of this episode for a new trivia question. And before we get started, let's do an On This Birthday. So one of the stars of the Jurassic Park franchise is mm -hmm. Jeff Goldblum. He was born... On, let me make sure I get this right. October 22nd, 1952. So Ezra, do you know of anything that came out on October 22nd? Yeah, like October 22nd, 1993 was The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, wow. Okay. Very famous film. It makes sense because it is right around uh, Halloween. And we talked about that film last year. We did. For I think we've talked about it a couple of times. It's a it's a fantastic movie. I know, I know. Yes, um, I know. And we're this episode we're talking about Jurassic World. Okay, so let's get to our feature presentation. So the original Jurassic Park movie, that is, came out on 1993. Actually, Ezra, there's a fun fact that you shared with me that I didn't know about these movies. They're based on novels. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually based on, the first movie is based on a novel by uh, Michael Crichton, I think? Is that how you pronounce yeah. his name? And I looked into this, and it's actually kind of a fun bit of trivia that initially Michael Crichton wanted to make a screenplay about Jurassic Park but he kept uh, having writer's block or something and so he decided to write a book and he was actually working with Spielberg on a different property when Crichton told Spielberg about this book that he was working on and so there were plans to turn it into movie even before the book was published so Spielberg really gravitated to the idea and it makes sense, because who doesn't like dinosaurs? Yeah. So Jurassic Park at the time was really a trendsetter for a lot of different reasons. 
it was one of the first movies that really ex- used CGI extensively. It's kind of overestimated now how much CGI it used. It's actually dinosaurs are only on screen for 11 minutes of, mm. of the movie. But it, if you watch it today, the the effects stand up. Why, why do you think people love this film franchise so much? The cool visual effects and the CGI and realistic looking dinosaurs and the wonderful imagination of Steven Spielberg. I think he he worked on the second one as well, The Lost World. Or what was the second one called? Do you know? Hmm, the, the second film was called The Lost World Jurassic Park. Kind of a backwards title. Yeah. He worked on the second one, which came about four years after, I think. But yeah, like these... Yeah, it's it's certainly not the first time we've seen dinosaurs on films. Can you think of any other dinosaur films that came before Jurassic Park? Like monster films like Godzilla? Right, that's a good example. Yeah, and like King Kong is another example. Yeah. So we'd seen monster films before, or monster films had been made before, but... This was really the first one, I think, that focused primarily on dinosaurs and really had the the sort of special effects prowess yeah. to back it up so that they actually look real. Like, I mean, that T-Rex is terrifying. <laughs> I know. Sure. I remember as a kid just being that car scene, that infamous car scene where the T-Rex breaks into the car with the kids. Like, mm. that scene terrified me as a kid. Mm, interesting huh yeah i mean so the first one's a very famous film but it's also produced a lot of spin-offs and reboots and and other things like that like there was a third jurassic park movie in 2001 there it's become a lot of things like part theme park attraction at universal studios parks i remember the one going on the one at universal studios hollywood which was there until 2018, and then it got rethemed as Jurassic World and was rebased on the newer movies. Did they, like, update... How did they update the ride? Um, the newer technology and stuff. Yeah, did it... Was it a case where it moved from, like, a practical effects kind of thing to more digital-based stuff? Yeah, yeah, but it's also still a water ride where you get a little wet, kind of like... Rides like Splash Mountain at Disneyland. There's been other Jurassic Park attractions. They also have at Universal Studios Singapore as well. Yeah, so a lot of rides. And and did you ever play like the arcade games? Not that I remember though, but I've seen them in places like Dave and Buster's and things and places like that. Right. Yeah, where you you like would jump into a jeep and like hunt dinosaurs or or have to fight back dinosaurs or or that sort of thing. I think one of the biggest parts of the of the legacy of these movies is just how they really have struck the imagination of people regarding dinosaurs. And I know that like the depictions of dinosaurs are not uh, entirely accurate as far as we know now. Like back then, we thought dinosaurs looked more like lizards when in fact now dinosaurs actually look like birds. Yeah, they, they, they supposedly looked like birds. They had feathers and everything. I know. Interesting. They have feathers. Interesting. They're more 
an- of ancestors of birds than than lizards. It's kind of funny to think of like the scenes with like velociraptors or whatever, and they're just like kind of looking like big chickens. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's to its credit, it was operating with the information that was available back then. I don't know how the newer movies, like, because the, by the time the newer movies came out, this was common knowledge, I believe. I know, and I did hear that there is cloning technology being developed to bring back extinct animals, just like those films. It's one of those cases where where the real-life technology is, is catching up to the movies. A little terrifying, given how the movies turn out, but, you know, it's it's also fascinating to think about. I know, yeah. But there's even been Lego Jurassic World sets based on the newer films and even a Lego Jurassic World special, which was released in 2019 and which is out very soon, which is out on September 18th on Netflix is Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, the first TV show in that franchise. And it's an animated show, right? Yes, and it has teenagers going to Jurassic World and they're going to a camp. And what else do we know about it? It's made by Amblin, which is the company that does a lot of different movies like those. And it's also made by DreamWorks Animation as well, which previously did Fast and Furious Spy Racers based on the Fast and Furious movies. Because a few years ago, DreamWorks, as we mentioned before, was acquired by Universal. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. Do you know, like, the tone? Is it going to be more lighthearted or is it gonna because i i think the thing about the movies is that they they can be a little scary at times it'll be interesting though and it'll have it'll be a computer animated show based on those films but do you think uh like it'll be okay for like little kids to watch it maybe a little i think a little older kids Mm -hmm. yeah that'll be interesting to see what they they actually do with that so I'm curious, Ezra, because I know that you love animals in general, mm-hmm. and you know a lot about animals. What about dinosaurs? Do you know any interesting? Yeah, facts like dinosaurs, about dinosaurs, pterodactyls, and pteranodons were not dinosaurs; they were pterosaurs, actually, like flying cousins of dinosaurs. Also, dimetrodons weren't actually dinosaurs, and they lived before dinosaurs. They had a big scale thingy on their back. Were they like land-based or or sea-based? Land-based. And it's interesting, a lot of people make, which isn't historically accurate, that dinosaurs and cavemen lived during the same time. That isn't actually true. It's also funny because like even Jurassic Park, the name is incorrect because a lot of the animals, and this is actually funny why the new animated show is called camp cretaceous because that that's actually the period historically where most of the dinosaurs that we see in these movies are actually from they're not actually from the jurassic period no that's just a common misconception well that's the thing i think that obviously dinosaurs no longer exist and all the information we have about them is derived from fossils and I know other geological studies like paleontology. Exactly. And can you explain to, to people who, who might not know what that is? That's the study of dinosaurs and fossils and like extinct or prehistoric animals. Yeah. I'm just curious. What are some of your favorite dinosaurs? 
for instance, apatosauruses, which are sometimes called brontosaurus. And what kind of dinosaur is that one? They have long, they had long necks. Also ones like stegosaurus or other dinosaurs I like, such as iguanodons or, and also ankylosaurus, triceratops, T-Rex. I like all kinds of dinosaurs. Yeah. I think uh, a franchise that where a lot of kids, I think, learned about dinosaurs first from was actually the Land Before Time series. Yes, I remember those animated films. Yeah, which is kind of, I guess, like the, the PG version or the G version, really, of the Jurassic Park series. And since then, there have been ones like those, like Disney's Dinosaur and, and Disney Pixar's The Good Dinosaur, I remember. Yeah, but I think you can really relate it all back to Jurassic Park, where, I mean, dinosaurs have always been fascinating, but I think Jurassic Park really drove a lot of interest into dinosaurs, into the history, people wanting to learn more about what these creatures were, what they were like, how they lived, how they behaved. I know. I guess that's the f- the most fun part about this this franchise. It's kind of like playing a game of what if. Like, what if dinosaurs lived today? What what would that be like? What would it be like working with dinosaurs, playing with dinosaurs, befriending dinosaurs, running away from dinosaurs? Um, yeah, just kind of allows your imagination to go crazy. So what what else is coming in the future? So I actually we haven't really talked about Jurassic World too much yet. Can as different characters and they star Chris Pratt. Who you might you might know him from Parks and Rec. And also Guardians of the Galaxy and the Lego movie. Jurassic World was released in 2015, I know, and it was more advanced than the original three movies. It was more high-tech because it's in Jurassic World, which is a lot bigger than a Jurassic Park. Yeah, every, everything's a little bit bigger. The dinosaurs are bigger. The The setting is bigger. The stakes are bigger. I'd also say that uh, another difference is that it's more comedic because Chris Pratt plays kind of a punk in the movie. He's he's a bit of a jerk. And him, the co-lead of the film, who's played by Bryce Dallas Howard, she's more by-the-numbers type of scientist. And so they're always butting heads. I see. And there's the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom that was released in 2018. <laughs> And then there's the third and final one, Jurassic World Dominion, coming next year. What do we know about that one? That Chris Pratt and some of the other main cast from the other from the previous two movies will reprise their roles. And it, production of it had been temporarily halted due to the COVID pandemic, along with just like other things have. I mean, the, on an unrelated note, it's it'll be interesting to see how movies are are impacted going into next year. Because a lot of them will be delayed. But I do wonder, because like, since a lot of these movies rely a lot more on CGI, maybe having that extra time will actually be good, where they can really work on the CGI and make it even better than they had originally planned. We'll have to see and find out. Exactly. What else do we know about anything else coming out for uh, the Jurassic Park series that we know of? Hmm. I know that there has been some video games released, including a Lego video game and some video game apps like 
Jurassic World Alive, an AR augmented reality video game. And there's even been play school sets for based on that franchise, too. Well, you know, um, we would be fascinated to hear from you what some of your favorite dinosaurs are, because dinosaurs are just really cool. And, and it's just so fascinating to think about what it must have been like to live back then. Yeah, I don't know. It's really fascinating to think about. Anything else to add about Jurassic Park? That it's, they're made by the legendary award-winning Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> we kind of didn't even mention that. That's that's worth mentioning. Spielberg, who, you know, I mean, he's created a lot of critical darlings. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jaws. He's done a mix of, like, blockbusters and the Oscar-worthy type films. And... Jurassic Park definitely falls into the blockbuster camp, but Spielberg has a way of elevating a blockbuster into something really special. He's just a legendary award-winning filmmaker who's done some of the most movies that are considered among the greatest of all time. I think for him, the important thing, and that's where Jurassic Park really thrives, is that Spielberg never forgets that he's creating entertainment so the jurassic park movies the the ones that he's worked on they're always fun there's always something fun and entertaining happening even if it is a little harrowing a little scary they're still a lot of fun thank you so much for listening we appreciate your time if you like what we're doing consider supporting us on patreon at patreon.com slash animation and beyond in the meantime let's get a trivia question from ezra what is the name of a kosher restaurant here in los angeles where we live that was run by the mother of steven spielberg Okay, so if you know the answer, or if you even visited this restaurant, give us a shout on Facebook, or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye! See you later. (laughs) 